0: Forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief.
1: Well, we did it. We made it to the end. Oh,
2: like the monster at the end of the book. The monster was you all along.
1: You mean humanity? Yeah. Fair enough. Sure. Fair enough.
2: After just watching that it movie.
1: Ugh. <laughs> so yeah, we we uh well first of all, uh we have one guest and possibly another surprise guest in a little bit, but our first guest of course is Matt Matt back. How you doing, Matt?
0: I'm great. Am I the
1: surprise guest? No 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 no. There's a surprise guest that may or may not show up in a little. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
2: And may or may not enjoy a tasty, tasty hamburger before it gets cold. <laughs>
0: Awesome. That'll make for great audio. Right. <laughs>
1: <video. As laughs> it yeah. Uh so what we're saying is we we last night uh for to get in the Halloween spirit even though technically this is Monday and not uh you know like Friday, uh we watched it, the new it. Hard Pass. So we watch. We, we're big fans of the original, the the TV series one that was like Tim Curry. Tim Curry. 80s. Very 80s, yeah. And so the other day, we we're trying to find the 80s version on all our multiple streaming services uh, because you know we wanted to watch it with Hunter again. And Monica's dad's there's like, why, why, why would you watch the old one when you have the new one right here? And I'm like, uh, um, because, because we want to watch this movie with our kids. And like this, the, the one was one made war. for TV, and the other one is a future film designed to scare the pants off of adults, and it's rated R.
0: Like, yes, how is this yes. even a question? Solid logic, but I couldn't even make it through the T V one probably.
1: Really? Well have
0: you ever I'm saw it one time no, before? No, I'm just I ha I'm really sensitive to horror movies. I can't hang on the biggest was I'm
2: not a big fan of no, horror no, movies yeah. myself. Um for and it sounds really weird. I don't enjoy jump scares. No. I think they're cheap. And I I, I, I and, can't uh, take jump I scares. don't like See, very, I don't. I don't like the ones that uh, have a lot of blood, gore, zombie themes.
1: So it's really interesting because she, she's 100 percent right. She doesn't really like horror movies that much, but this gal loves a horror maze at like a theme park. Oh, that's yeah.
0: that's even worse for me. Well, I, used I am to, the biggest like.
2: But Matt, I used to work at a horror maze. I I'm know sure, where so, all yeah. the hiding holes are. Well, so I'm I mean, like, it's not I hard to see. This,
0: they're the dark corners. If, well, like,
2: I, were, if I were working <laughs> this, where would I be?
0: Well, actually, you know, that's totally fine. They, I just hate the anticipation.
2: And also, it. well, here's the thing is is for me, there's no anticipation because I, I have that like, you know how you get that vibe like someone's watching me. Right? But, yeah. like, crank Going it up to, to 11 for me. Like, Someone I know when someone's behind me about to touch me and, like, freak me out and boo in my ear.
0: Same. So. I do not enjoy that experience. <laughs> so we...
2: I enjoy making them mad because they failed at a boo.
0: So,
1: earlier this year, we actually were invited to Dark Harbor at the Queen Mary. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we actually have videos up on, the, on our YouTube channel showcasing the mazes and also the hidden bars, which is really cool. But uh, a couple of those places, they actually got me with their jump scare. Because usually I'm not even affected at all, but I went around the corner and someone literally was just like there, just staring at me. And it was like, okay, yeah, I wasn't expecting that one.
0: No, I, I think the last time I ever went to one was, it was uh, Universal. Mm.
1: Holder,
0: those are really answer. good, though. Um,
2: they're good when they pace the line.
0: Well,
1: no, they're really good because you get to walk on the back well, line.
0: Well, this was like yeah. 15 years ago.
1: Oh, when oh they were so no backflip. To That's the, the funny
0: thing is. Uh, not, well, not. I, I think I didn't get. Well, I mean, maybe a little bit. But I got touched a little bit. Uh, just, just yeah, just a little.
1: If you're talking about the ones 15 years ago uh, or above, then you're talking about the forgotten period, as they call it. So, at, right at 9/11 was like they basically stopped. Uh, the haunted mazes and they didn't start again for like another like five or six years after 9-11 because hmm. we I remember we went the night, year before we went on the year of 9-11 just trying to basically do something to take our minds off of it. Uh, and they were like, no, we we, we don't have a Halloween event. And we're all like, but literally your website talks about it.
0: Yeah, you know, that's weird. <laughs> I don't remember when this was. I mean, it's it at least <laughs> at least 15 years ago. But I, I there was a I, I try to take it easy on myself. Because I don't like—I guess I'm just like hyper aware or vigilant or something like that, especially in the, like in general. But in those moments, I just—I don't know—I don't like that anxiety.
1: But, like
0: the like the the anxiety that people pay for that enjoy—that is an experience that just wrecks me. <laughs> so like all, like I know it's fake and all this stuff. The rest of my body doesn't.
2: See, here's what's funny about about my anxiety in that situation is I don't have anxiety from the performers or from the. The jump scares, or from the anticipation, I have anxiety from the crowd being too large.
0: Oh, yeah, that doesn't
2: bother
1: me at all.
0: <laughs> More the merrier. Yeah,
1: so those are those are solvable easily by just making sure you go early in the season, mm-hmm. uh, and then you end up you go to the gate first, yeah. and then you can also get out of there faster by getting the front line passes. Yeah, there you go. You know, so spend uh,
0: spend we, that money.
2: Which is what we do.
0: Yeah. So, but, I save a bunch of money by. Avoiding those. The last one I went in, I was trying to take it easy, and I went to some like scary cartoon one. And then, um, from what I was told, uh, reflexed punched a uh, six foot tall rabbit. From what face. you were told, meaning yeah. you
2: blacked out. Oh,
0: it was. It's a. Uh, it's fuzzy.
2: You so, blacked out when it happened. That's real bad anxiety. Yeah,
0: so I It's I've, fuzzy.
1: I've talked about this a couple times. I think even on this podcast. But my favorite experience at a horror maze was actually at Universal Studios. Uh, not before the blackout of the events, but like right when they came back, and they did a, um, a Jason Voorhees Camp Crystal Lake maze. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> and it was one of the most impressive mazes I'd ever been to at that time. They had mastered the smell. You Ugh. walked from inside like a a dusty musky like cabin mm-hmm. out to like a forest that smelled of pine
0: trees. See, that's cool, and that, and that's. I would love to have that type of experience.
2: Oh, yeah. So the one that I worked at, well, uh, but I can't, I can't finish. hang it. I can't oh. get, I can't get. Away. Oh, he's he's got more.
0: So
1: you go into the, the next cabin, right? As you're going between the cabins in the in the, the uh-huh. camp counselors area, and you walk in, and there was a Jason on the bed with a metal spike through two bodies in the bed, and so there was a top body and there was a bottom body, uh, and you could actually see the spike rod goes through the bed. You could see it on the floor, and then he would jerk the spike. Blood would spray out from between the two bodies. Lovely. And then you could actually see the spike moving on the ground. Now I remember why I haven't gone in 15 years. (laughs) And the second body on the bottom started screaming because it was a live actress. And so there was this lady in front of me. And she had a heart attack. A literal heart attack seeing that scene. Yeah, I get it, lady. And so Jason, like, I was so impressed with how well they basically handled the situation. Jason took his hands off the spike. Walked back off the bed, into the corner, arms up in the air. Like, I'm not approaching you. I'm not trying to help you because it'll just make it worse. Yeah. I am non-threatening. Yeah. And then at that same moment, four just regular security guard looking guys, like in blazers, like no makeup, like earpieces. Sure, sure. Came out of the woodwork, which you could not see. Like, mm. they, you were not physically able to see them in the scene before Like the situation happened within a second. And like, the lady in the straps, like, she can't move. She's tied down into this machine or else she, you yeah. could get hurt if she wasn't. And she's just all like... It's okay. It's okay. And I was like, I was so impressed with one, their production values, the, the quality of the scene, but then also the response time.
0: Can I get like a walkthrough of that same thing, but just not scary?
1: I mean, yeah. in theory. Yeah. They have those. Well, when we did the one for the American Horror Story, yes, 1984, still in, can't do it. In, uh, in San Diego Comic-Con, yeah. it wasn't really scary. It was more like a, like a basic kind of walkthrough scenario, yeah. like, for instance, the person in the ghillie suit that's, like, hunting you in it, uh, was, Ooh, just, love, yeah, there was you go. slowly moving, though. Like, it wasn't, like, chasing you or coming at you or even touching you or anywhere near you. It was just slowly creeping from behind as you progressed through the story they were going through in this situation.
2: So, when I, when I worked at, um, you like, nope. 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 When I worked at a uh, haunted house, it was, it was near Pierce. It was, like, parking lot haunted house. Mm-hmm. Like, real, real podunk lane shit. Right? Um, and I was one of the performers in the maze. By the way, that's a terrible experience. Um, I don't know if it was just the low rent of that particular maze. I was there for 12 hours on my feet the entire time. And my quote unquote breaks were uh, sometimes the employees would walk through and pass out a little bit of candy to us.
0: Nice. So was it, good it was candy? real
2: bad. Uh, no, it was, it was typical Halloween garbage candy. Um, oh. So I was in uh, a room that was like a treasure. Uh, chest behind a cage, and uh, there was a lady in there that was like, you know, trying to be creepy and say weird shit to the people that passed by. And she's sitting next to the treasure chest, um, and people would come in completely blotto, like shit-faced drunk. Oh yeah. And um, I was in this, uh, this little t- triangle of perfect darkness between the light of the the cage coming out and the light from the, the door to leave to the outside.
0: Prime spook territory. Prime
2: spook territory, um, and. I would like creep my hand out as people uh, pass by, freaking out the people behind them, or like slam my hand up against the the wall across from me to make a loud banging sound, and like you know all kinds of creepy shit. So some drunk a hole comes in and starts taunting the lady in the cage. And like starts threatening the lady in the cage. Terrible. And As then, they do. And uh, then opens the cage door to come in and get the lady in the cage. Uh, As hard, they
1: do. That's a As they now. do.
2: Now that door swings open toward me, so me dresses a crazy spook, slams my hand on the cage and runs the door at him, and he shits his pants.
0: <laughs> nice. And so enough about your
1: uh, your he's ex. Removed,
2: <laughs> he's removed from the uh, the facilities, but the entire night.
1: That room smelled like shit. So on what a that note, shit. it
2: was a so. victorious shit.
1: I know this is like a really horrible segue, because like no one wants on to be segwayed off of that. But we finally have our surprise guest. So one of the most important people on Nerd New Social uh, is our illustrious and very helpful, uh, and amazingly talented um, commenter, interviewer, and all-around amazing person, Lindsay.
3: That's Ooh. a lie. It's a total lie, and I've been here the whole time, I swear. <laughs> Elijah Burger Cole. I will change that immediately. Hello, everyone. I am back. He can't get rid of me. I mean, he's being real nice, but the thing is, I know where he lives, and I keep showing up.
1: So the door's always unlocked for you. For you. Fuck for everyone else.
3: I love that I came in talking about shit and then you're like, here's your
1: burgers. (laughs) So before we get into any of the topics, there is something I want to do. Um, So we have been um, provided an amazing uh, whiskey uh, by Blackened. Blackened Whiskey, which is Metallica's whiskey. Um, So we talked about this actually on the last episode, if you guys heard it. You know, if not, that's fine too. Um, And... It is an amazing, uh, I guess they call it an American whiskey that is actually finished off in black brandy uh, casks. But the thing that's really interesting about this one is, is they actually played a little lullaby while it sleeps. Well...
0: A lullaby is a strong word or yeah, a soft word.
1: Uh, Metallica music is bas- blasted at them through these this proprietary uh, like uh, bass speakers um, that is called Black, no- uh, black Sound, right? I, think it was I so. Black yeah. noise, black noise. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's an amazing, amazing uh, whiskey, but I don't want to waste too much time talking about it. I want to give you the guys the opportunity to taste it. Awesome. So right in front of you, I want you to have a little glass. Now, um, this is straight. We do have a couple options of how you could basically add something to it. Um, so there's eyedroppers uh, with some chilled water. So you could basically put a couple drops of water in if you'd like. And there's also ice cubes and tongs. So if you want to put those in there. But I definitely recommend giving it a try before you change it.
3: Well, cheers. uh. Cheers, cheers. (laughs) Cheers.
1: Thank you, Black and Whiskey, again.
3: I want to say that I got my first Metallica album, Master of Puppets, in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Um, And Justice for All, right after after that. that. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I I was in elementary school, I had a crush on this guy. And his dad was really into, like, you know, that type of music. And I'm like, you know what? I want to listen to that kind of music. My dad was totally like, yeah, whatever. I had my red Walkman. I remember <laughs> the days right. of the Walkman.
2: Oh, yeah. um, and, and I mine would last Mine was a silver, it was Sony. Mm-hmm. And silver. it still works.
1: I wasn't oh, yeah. I wasn't rich during the time of the Walkman, but I, <clears throat> I we did have a little bit more money when I when the CD players came out, mm. so I was able to get a CD player.
3: So like fifth grade me is kind of like hell
0: freaking yeah right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a badass drink ever.
3: If, if only fifth grade me could see me
1: now. <laughs> so it's not exactly hundred percent like known who approached who first. or At least they're not saying it. Yeah. So uh, Dave Picarell, uh, he actually was in uh west point studying uh like sound and like science he was he was an army brat old well, army guy a very skilled very talented guy and he had realized that when you like these planes go overhead there's like sonic expressions upon the the building it would rumble and shake he always thought there was something there he didn't really know how to connect it to anything just yet but like it just it stayed in his head and as he basically went on to become one of the most like powerful well-known like distillers out there you yeah. um like he, he basically found out that metallica had created this this new like boat like a bass speaker and they I, again we don't know if he approached them or if they approached him saying hey we want to make a whiskey we want to do this right but they married together and in his last years of his life before he passed away good old dave was able to create this whiskey that we're drinking
0: no, they've done a few batches of it. Mm, and... This is actually, we're drinking Batch, batch uh, 92, 92.
2: which uh, had eight tracks played on it, uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls, mm. The Small Solid. Hours, Sad But True, which is a personal favorite of mine, The Thing That Should Not Be, also a favorite, uh, Dream No More, St. Anger, Crash Course in Brain Surgery, and finally, Oldie A Goodie. goodie Wherever I
1: may roam. Yeah,
3: these are various albums, aren't they? It's they're various albums. got yeah, like a good mix of classic
1: and newer. Mm-hmm. So um, each each batch, uh, a different band member will take over and pick a playlist that is then uh, basically play it. And so they've actually said that if you get two different batches of whiskey, they will taste ever so slightly different, because the science behind it is is that the the, the uh, sound waves actually uh, disturb the um, the slumber of the whiskey, causing it to agitate on the wood and therefore pull more out of the black brandy casks. Hmm.
2: So it's the same uh, concept of playing music to plants or adjusting the uh, molecular structure of water uh, by playing music to it or saying things like I love you versus (laughs) screaming at it.
1: It's more about it dancing. I I, I think it's
0: uh, more of a mechanical thing. In this case, what
2: well, if you uh, scream
3: "I love you" at it? Like, that might or, work if, you, if, if you can
1: get those deep notes. Yeah,
3: well, like the <laughs> screaming "I love, love you" of, at it—that's very yeah. Metallica. It's
1: With, very what, Metallica. As we talked about last week, though, there's something really kind of dope about being able to listen to the same music that your your whiskey listened to while you're drinking it, like, <laughs> sitting in your chair, reclining, and just playing your Metallica music from the, the from the playlist. Mm-hmm. They have individual playlists for each batch. Yeah, uh,
2: they have some of them on Spotify.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they have the playlist the on Spotify yeah. to find your batch. Now, if you like a batch, you might be able to still find that batch again. Um, however, going forward, after Batch 100, the uh, the new distiller is taking over. I believe you remember his name. I don't. I'm I terrible with the top names. I've my head.
0: But uh, don't ever give me a name drop <laughs> like that again because I won't remember my family's name.
1: Monica, Monica, pick up the new find out the new distiller from me real quick. What um? new distiller of um, uh, Blacken? So um, Dave's formula is going to keep going forward. Uh, but he eventually down the line is going to release his own, of course, formula as well. Rob they'll Dietrich. Have, Rob Dietrich. Thank you. They're going to have both technically available in the future mm-hmm. down the line. Tweet. But, uh, but yeah, they're about to hit, uh, I think they're bottling right now, batch 100. Cool. So.
3: What if you add more Metallica to it?
0: I don't know if you could.
3: <laughs> like, can I just play <laughs> some... I mean, you can
0: always add more Metallica. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's going to be any benefit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point it's not in the wood anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah 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 that's
1: true but uh no this is just I, I really love this you know I don't want to dwell too much about my own personal opinions but I really love the, the subtlety the, the smoothness of this whiskey uh, as well as all the different flavors so one of the things I want to go now that we've all had a chance to sample and taste it I would love it for people around the table to kind of pull out what they flavors they get from it uh yeah you, Matt. You, you're you're our expert. You're <laughs> an alcohol expert
0: expert is a strong word um uh enthusiast maybe uh it's it's very bright um it's very easy drinking as far as i can tell it's not i don't find it super complex and that's not always a bad thing right so there's other kind of big name whiskies that drink really sweet and this doesn't do that which i like you know um they're not it doesn't feel like they've added any kind of flavorings or anything like i know some of the big kind of go-to well brands kind of do um but this one um, and it, it's definitely got like an oaked, almost like a right. young oak flavor. So it's really oak strong, which I, I tend to enjoy. I think it would mix really well. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of like, like fresh pepper notes to it, which is kind of rad. And I know mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a little bit of that Pepsi in mine to see oh, how it goes. Oh, why?
1: You're a horrible
0: person. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean that. I just. So,
2: no, don't do that. It's It's all right. happening. It's okay. okay. Yeah. It's. I, uh, close your eyes. It's, 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 it's his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um. I actually really, really like it neat. Um, I did try it with piece a piece of ice in it and uh, tried it with a little bit of water in it. and It really opens up a whole different flavor palette. I am not trying your you, horrible you abomination. You need
1: to try this.
2: <laughs> no. Um, it
1: mixes so... Well, actually... It's I, Diet Pepsi. See, I talked to people about it of, and mixing... It's a
2: caramel... All right, um, give it over here. I'll yeah, try it. Very try. woodsy. Horrible person. I'm just watching your reaction.
0: No, hard no. What no? Warm <laughs> Pepsi. No, no. I worry for you sometimes.
2: Put a piece of ice in it. See if that changes. No, of course I'm.
0: Please, not. please. Yeah.
2: You gotta lift the, the thing.
0: You, go. <laughs> you got it.
2: Okay. Come on, you have one job. I,
0: you know, who it's puts silicones on tongs? Oh, Apples.
2: Yeah. delicate. That's um. It's, got, it's definitely got like the the woody, spicy. Yeah. Um, To it, and I like
0: the caramel notes. I'll throw an ice cube in mine.
1: This this does pull a lot of the caramel out, though.
0: Well, you added caramel flavor and color, so I would imagine so.
1: But it's so strong now; it's so sweet.
3: Um, I do. I usually drink um, whiskey that doesn't taste like smoke. What is the one that tastes Scotch? Scotch, yeah. Um, this, I can definitely drink straight. Um, it's, it shocked me at first, just smelling it. It almost like woke me up a little more. Um, for those of you who don't know, I just got off of work. So this is actually, <laughs> yeah. so actually this is a very good after work, just like little bit of a wake me up, but like, uh, other people were saying it does, it is pretty smooth, um, as you're drinking it. And, um, I don't know how much this goes for, um, I never spend more than, with a few exceptions of some Japanese whiskeys, I never go more than fifty bucks, and I would if that if this is around that price, I would I would definitely pick it up.
1: I think it definitely. Is yeah, I think it's under you know fifty. It. I'm gonna
2: look at the, the price point right
3: now. This is a
1: 750 yeah. milliliter bottle.
2: Uh, 49.99. Yeah, that's is right. Within the price point. <laughs> yeah. 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 I said under. You yeah. you price right. that by a penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Definitely a good relax at home at the end of a long work day, kick off your shoes, have your dog or bunny in your case bring you some slippers. Yeah. Uh, or wear them as a slipper. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> put on, yeah, yeah, and enjoy the burger.
3: Yeah, and put on the record player and just chill and talk to no one and be home. That's what yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, was that your,
1: yeah. your low key way of telling us that you'd rather no, not no, be here no, with us? Here no, now? Not at all, but you know how I am. I'm, I'm pretty much a an, an, uh, low key introvert. Oh, yeah. fair enough. So, um,. As
2: well, opposed to my high-key introvert. I, Monica yeah, beats me on being an introvert. <laughs> She'll
3: disappear during the time right? I'm here. It's right? like, wait. <laughs> it's insane. Everyone
1: always finds like, is Monica still alive? Are you guys still married? Like, no, she's, she still exists. She's just I'm the only one that can come out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there there are some things that people have said they picked up in this. And we actually went over this through last time. I thought it was really kind of a fun experience. So I'm going to list off. What other people have tasted in it, and I want you just to just oh, cool. chime Funny. in with a yeah or no if you basically agree, which is really one at a time, yeah or no's. Uh, no diatribes. Honey. Anyone pick up any honey? Yeah.
0: Maybe. No, I'm going to say no. Get honey?
2: I get I get the honey and the
3: caramel, like, simultaneously. Yeah, time. if if it was, like, a combo of honey and caramel, yeah, i maybe taste
1: that. And then the next thing would be cinnamon. No. <sighs> I
2: don't get that.
1: So that's weird, because I pick up a lot of cinnamon, at least in the back end. Well, let's that you same
2: you have cinnamon in your mouth.
1: It's got that same cinnamon tingle at the end. Are you picking up any Diet Pepsi? <laughs> I'm talking about like before the Diet Pepsi, but there's <laughs> wow. just a... Like at that end, there's like kind of like with the smoke and the kind of the small burn, there's just a yeah. little bit of the cinnamon okay. there, right? All right.
0: Yeah, I can see that. And in then... The I think attri- yeah. I,
2: th- I just attribute that to the uh, assorted spices. You
0: well, know? allspice. Anyone pick up allspice? No, I cook with a lot of these, so I'm pretty well familiar. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just for me, I, I no, <laughs> no, I, I'd have to. I guess my palate isn't refined enough, but
2: um, I don't think I really would. I, I would call it more like, you know, how things become pumpkin flavored the second that you add uh, mm-hmm. the combination of of like ginger
0: and ginger, mace, allspice, yeah. yeah.
2: And nutmeg. people think there's pumpkin in it, and then they're appalled to find out that there's no actual no, pumpkin. Pumpkin it's doesn't have a flavor. It's because so you've associated pumpkin pie with these spices, yeah. so it's along those same lines. So there's definitely a it, spice warmth.
0: They're I just can, calling it do. all spice, but it's
2: just a it's just a general spice.
1: What What about um, clove? Did you pick up any clove?
3: I don't think I've tasted clove on its own before, so you, you don't just lick cloves. I haven't o- done that yet.
0: Occasionally, I will, you know, drop back into like college age and have a clove cigarette. Uh. So maybe I'm, I'm picking up. I one love of those. the smell of
2: those. Like I yeah. don't mind when people smoke near me when it's a clove cigarette.
0: So do you get some clove in yours? Um, maybe like it's, all these kind of spice notes are in the finish. That's not saying a assorted assorted
2: spices. Yeah, so, and, I, and I
0: think clove might be more on the money than cinnamon would be. Especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like mouthfeel, kind of like a side of the mouth. Last time we tasted this, when I
1: opened it up a little bit, uh, and also one of the people tasted it before they opened it up with the water, um, I picked up some mint. Did anyone pick up any mint? I did not get any mint. No mint, Lindsay? You
0: should spit the gum out next
2: time. you (laughs) got to get that cinnamon mint gum out of your
1: mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Butterscotch taffy.
1: No, but I think that
2: what falls under that? the caramel thing at the same yeah, time. Yeah,
0: I think it's... You know? What's think, the yeah, difference between caramel and butterscotch taffy? I think the sweetness level.
2: I think people are just, like, conflating so the different sweet flavors into well, honey, caramel, Again, okay, these taffy. are just what
1: people have tasted. So what you might taste as maple, they might taste as butterscotch. And the thing about yeah, yeah, it is, it. everyone's tongue is different. a little different. different, yeah. And so that's never, ever judge yourself on whether, like, someone picks something up in a drink and you don't. Yeah, definitely. What you need to basically focus on when you find, like, a whiskey or a scotch that you like is that, do you like the way it tastes? And it literally could be a three dollar bottle of well whiskey, and you love it. If that's the case, good so on more you. More Yeah, that way. But 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 like that's yeah. the thing though. It's like it's with wine. The, people can tell you these are the best wines. These are the wines, and you can taste it and taste like vinegar to you. And you can go buy some two buck chuck, and it tastes like amazing. Well, if your
0: wine tastes like vinegar to you, vinegar to you, and no one else, then you should probably have something like that.
1: Definitely a cat scan. Maybe you should stop smoking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but no,
0: you're you're absolutely right. I, you know, it's definitely in the. It's along I the same, same
2: lines yeah. as um, perfumes smelling different on everybody's body type.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because of
2: the chemistry that we have in our body is so different.
0: Mm-hmm. So the, the sweet notes, I'm not. The sweet notes are immediately there on the tongue, but then they immediately go away. Yeah, it's hard and to it replace my like, spice. spice. Yeah, that yeah. peppery kind of. What about the clove? I, yeah, I could definitely get. the, I the could clove feel is the clove but is more but dead I'm, on, I'm I calling
2: know. it generic spice flavor. Like it's it's. I wouldn't call it all spice, it's just like the hint of any of the spices that you should think of.
1: She's being careful because last time she mentioned a specific spice and everyone at the table made fun of her and said it was a fake spice.
0: Come <laughs> on. Oh. Remember what it was?
1: I remember, but
2: what I also it know it's not a spice. I gotta know. Bergamot.
0: Yeah, it's an orange oil. Yeah.
2: yeah. I got a little bit of bergamot in that. Just a little hint of orange.
1: Yeah. See, right? for sure. That's what I think a lot of people have picked up as the apricot. Apricot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I think you're getting that from. Do you pick mm. up any apricot or any citrus? I have stitches?
3: never had an apricot. I'm not uh, in the realm of what you guys. You're have missing tasted. out. Apricots, <laughs> are the, apricots are apricots the are the best. best. It's
2: like I eat chicken, I eat rice. <laughs> apricots are literally in season for like exactly two weeks mm-hmm. in the whole year, and I just buy so many and eat them in one day. I'm not <laughs> even sure what that looks like.
3: Well, so. you got to
1: come over for dinner more often.
2: <laughs> it looks like an Eddie. This is the beach. first time
3: I've had a burger in a while. Or bread. I know I make good ass food. (laughs) Or bread?
1: (laughs) That seems like ridiculous that that would be like one of the things. Bread.
3: I know, the bread tasted amazing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Sarah Lee.
1: So Um, so I'm I'm a huge fan of this one. I want to take this off because we are finishing. This is the last uh, episode uh, of the season and the last episode of the year. Uh, We will be off for a bit um, and then. We'll be back next year after we finish up our audio drama that we're running. We might actually run two different audio dramas if we're able to finish the second one in time. Um, so that would basically. But this this is the the last podcast or forces podcast for the year. Mm. Um, so I just want to basically say thank you. Uh, you know, Black and Whiskey, thank you Metallica for this bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Um, Matt's actually going to be writing up a review directly on it to give you guys more opinions of like. From someone who literally is... Spend a little more time with it. And, yeah, yeah, someone who, who kind of really gets the flavor palette a little bit and give you kind of a, uh, I think, as you said, an uh, enthusiast I mean, opinion. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm I a... would call it
0: expert opinion. Well, no. I, I, I think experts get paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got paid in whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. I'm not an expert to my resume.
3: I also like that the finishing taste is very clean. I almost mm-hmm. like feel more refreshed right
0: absolutely it's super bright and i didn't expect that Mm
2: -hmm.
3: yeah so i'd say i i really enjoy this it uh i like how
2: yeah exactly i like how it's got um like a like a thickness to it but also like a really good mouthfeel but it doesn't linger for too long like i can do anything now i
3: can (laughs) like i don't feel like i just can you fly (laughs) (laughs) well i can do anything eric with enough whiskey
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's terrifying Uh, Please drink responsibly. We (laughs) didn't say this last time, but (laughs) drink responsibly. I'll be
3: here a while, so we're good. (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah, no. So thank you again, and then we're hoping actually next uh, season that we will be able to get more bottles of whiskey to try during the podcast, Mm -hmm. Uh, which should make it really easy to get guests. Yeah,
0: I am on every time you have a bottle of whiskey, man. (laughs) Consider it done. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. But moving on to the, the news, we do have some very kind of light-based, fun stories. We only have time for one, uh, because we do have to end uh, this podcast for no reason specifically but the fact that maybe we're doing something and it's Friday, um, mm-hmm. and it's almost 7 o'clock. But I think, I, I Monica, I'm going to let you decide. Chick-fil-A or the Indiana burglars who broke into a barbecue place?
2: Oh, that's a toughie. It's a
1: tough one. <clears throat> you get That's answer.
2: a toughie. Um, let me get my my decision maker. Monica, right you've
1: now. got three minutes to talk about this topic. So, decision maker. The decision.
2: No, the decision maker is important.
0: <laughs> <sighs> she paid like three dollars for it. I paid in like so many dollars so. for it. Oh, good.
2: It has sound effects.
1: Indiana
2: burglars. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. So, I'll, I'll give a little quick breakdown on this because we don't have a lot of time. The Rusted Silo Southern Barbecue and Brew House in Liston, Indiana. Um, was really well known for serving really good barbecue and then also having a 100-year-old cash register that they actually used in store. One night, the, in the very middle of the night, uh, a burglar basically crowded bar, opened the front door, unscrewed the lights so no one would see him, broke open with brute force the cash register, completely destroying it, stole money, and ran. To take advantage of and get revenge, uh, in the way of, like, you know, for revenge fl- flick with a Western whatnot, uh, the people at the good... Uh, rusted silo decided to make wanted posters offering a very unique prize to the people that would basically turn in their friends or uh, known accomplices and the prize is free
0: barbecue for life. I've never wanted to go to Indiana to do a manhunt so bad in my entire life.
2: Right?
1: And you don't even have to
0: like drag That is
2: good motivation.
0: You don't have to drag the guy back
1: either. You just gotta give the police a tip that will lead to their arrest. And so the basic is it's $25 worth of barbecue each week till either you die
0: or they do. <laughs> <laughs> Only 25 a week. Did they specify I know. They, that? Things are cheaper yeah, in Indiana. Yeah.
1: You die things or are they do? Things are a lot do. cheaper in Indiana. Yeah. But,
0: but the,
2: I imagine that the, the meat is fresher.
1: So Rob uh, fresh. Rob Ecker um, is the one that basically is running the place and not only is he basically get, like giving them out to clients, putting them up in places, he's
0: also got it in the sheriff's. In the, in the actual sheriff's office, yeah. And
1: it makes sense, though, because the sheriff is actually a huge fan of, of the rusted silo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, everyone in the town pretty much loves them. And in fact, they've gotten so much business since this has happened. Because people in the neighboring areas are coming in wanting to basically... like buy barbecue from them, not just like, you know, sharing pictures, but like actually literally going there and patronizing and patronizing. like, well, patronizing, I think it's a little different than patronizing, right? Because patronizing is when you no. make fun with someone. No. So there's, there's two different <laughs> versions of patronizing.
2: Okay, I know you're wearing a psych shirt, but that doesn't mean you've heard it both ways.
1: I've heard it both ways. <laughs> so um, the thing about it is, they've also done a really brilliant idea where people who are not like fact given with regards to catching the burglar can still get in on the game. If you took a picture of yourself with the poster and shared it in social media to, to expand not only the message about catching the people, but also sharing information about like, Hey, get some fucking barbecue yeah. to people out there on social media. They'll give you a discount on your food. Are you looking yeah.
2: for a discount on the food?
1: Yeah. Wow. I would, to be honest, yeah. a part of me wants to go there and get some barbecue just to try it because of how brilliant this whole plan is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well done. this is, <laughs> That's what you did there? <laughs> Jokes. But no, it's... it's. Uh, oh, on the, the the thing, it's really important to say that on the poster it says snitching never tasted so good. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, very good. So uh, it's just, I think, one, taking it in stride, making a joke out of it, turning this into an advertising campaign, rallying the community behind you, and then possibly even leading to the fact that they capture the person that basically destroyed your antique register and, you know, violated your workspace. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. It's like... Can you imagine how horrible those workers must feel going to work like the next day after like their whole place was broken into? Yeah. Like it was really hard. when We were robbed to mm-hmm. basically kind of feel safe in our house without basically installing a bunch of hardware on the door way back when. Oh
2: man! And speaking of anxiety, could you even imagine? Like I had been in and out the entire day.
0: I deal with real gone and stuff back way every better. ten minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. Gone and back every ten minutes and I walk into the house and it's and it's like nothing, torn through. Torn through everything is like destroyed. 10 minutes. And I could have been there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I couldn't deal with it. I had to leave. And Eric had to clean it up.
1: All right, so no, for sure. We have to end it now. But before we go, anyone, anything else I want to say right before we're gone?
3: Check out Wednesday's comic book roundup. Always awesome. That's what I have to say. That's always awesome, always Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> and then
1: also check out Matt's poster are coming down the line. Yep. He's got a preview right now for Lost Spirits Distillery. Down the line, we'll have the actual post in the, the video. super
0: awesome. Really
1: cool. Monica, what do you got?
2: Uh, I got camera views coming down the pipeline. Uh, it's not going to be as frequent as Lindsay's weekly stuff. But it's once a month. It's going to be up. Um, if people like them, then maybe it'll be a little more frequent.
1: Yeah, and then always check out our Twitch channel, which we're doing streaming on Fridays at seven PM. If you're not, if you're missing out on the whole podcast fun vibe, that's going to really fill the goal. And then when it comes out later in the year, definitely check out the second season of June Bug. And possibly another audio drama that's coming out down the line? Maybe, maybe. Mm. We'll see, see if that that's comes what it's up. called. That's maybe, maybe. No, it's not called maybe maybe. Don't, <laughs> don't look for that one. But I will we'll, we'll talk more about that as it gets a little closer. A little bit of press stuff coming out on that. Also but... be
2: sure to check out the Twitch channel. We're starting a Friday stream.
1: Literally just said that. <laughs>
2: Eric, I don't listen to you. Fair enough.
1: Well that's it, Monica. Do your your that's last it. time say the words that I hate so much at the end of every podcast. Hi. Hi.